Hello, welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. Happy, oh my God, it's Monday. Happy Monday, guys. Um, lots of tea to be spilled. Lots of tea that was spilled last night at my live show at the Bourbon Room with Kristen Doty, Reza Farhan, and Gigi from Shots of Sunset. So let's get into it, shall we? You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. Hi guys, good morning. Um, sorry, I'm a little bit late today. Um, I had a, my live show last night at the Bourbon Room, and normally I am able to rally. Normally the next morning I'm like, I'm gonna hit the gym. I be up in the gym, just working on my fitness. He's my witness. Um, normally I can rally, but I was so I wasn't even like drunk or hungover because I normally don't like to drink before going on stage. I'll like start to have like a few sips of something before actually going on stage. And we had this like spicy rosé that I was excited to try. Um, so we had a spicy rosé that I like had a few sips on before going on stage last night. And then I normally have my first drink on stage. So I ordered like a vodka soda. So I think I only had like two vodka sodas last night um, and then a little bit of champagne. Uh, Josh came over and he brought his friend Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. Uh, they came over. We had some champagne and then I ordered fries, but I was so I did not eat at all yesterday, like literally not a bite of food. Um, I had one waffle fry because at our uh, VIP pre-show, I had a fry bar that had waffle fries, sweet potato fries and regular fries. And so um delicioso um but so i wanted food so i ordered fries but i didn't realize i i ordered fries and then i was like wait I, we need to order food and then i ordered fries again so then i had double the fries i had four giant boxes of fries that i had ordered last night and i woke up this morning and my counter just had all these different fries i had my own fry bar that was set up um and i was like oh, okay wow um, that's how just like tired and delirious I was. I was so, again, I barely, I didn't, I didn't really drink. I had two vodka sodas and some, some rosé, but I was living my best life, living my life like it's golden, living my life like it's golden, golden, golden. Um, uh, but yes, some people are asking about the, the, uh, the video on demand. So if you bought a live stream ticket, you will get a video on demand link. You'll get an email with it. Once the show is available, it'll probably be uploaded today or tomorrow at the latest. And then you should have it for 48 hours. So once it gets uploaded, just know you have 48 hours to watch the live stream um, before it, it's gone forever. So just so you know. Um, and this is these, we launched our new merch last night. Look at this. Zach, pack and then on the back it says no filter i'm not turning around sorry but it says look at how cute is this it says zach pack with the little like it's white letters fun like metallica style inspired letters with like a blue outline so cute so comfy i like a little oversized vibe so i have an i have a, um, a big one we also have these new shirts look at this it says ruthless not toothless so cute right like a big giant blue circle and it says ruthless not toothless in it so cute so comfy these shirts are like so thin um that they're just made for comfort and then we have this one and for a second i was debating whether or not i wanted to release this one because these designs were designed weeks ago obviously when you print merch like that's a process um so these things were oh we also have a no filter hat too um but this was pre-planned 
as you know, I talk very openly about the liquor store here in downtown Jason's and the shady cashier at Jason's that's always like judging my life. And I always have stories, mostly on my Instagram stories that I talk about him. So I do have this shirt, which yes, is a double entendre, but I did not expect things to get exacerbated the week of the show before the merch sold. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm still going to make my coin. This is my shirt. It's like Heather McDonald and the earrings. So it's, it's so cute though. It says, find me at Jason's wine and spirits, which I love Jason's wine and spirits. If anyone's ever in downtown, they deliver in uh, under an hour. Like it's, it's a good time. So these are the new merch. We have the no filter hat. We have the ruthless, not toothless. We have the find me at Jason's. Um, and to be clear, Jason's liquor store is the only Jason's you will find me at. Um, Listen, I'm still going to get my coin. <laughs> uh, and then we have the Zach Pack hoodies. I love the, the, the hoodies, my favorite. But they will be available soon. They were launched last night at the Bourbon Room. So if you came, you got to get them before. They're going to be available online, but they will be available soon. Um, I will pick a winner for the hoodie raffle. So stay tuned for that. I'll announce that probably tomorrow. Let me let me get, get my bearings again. Um, but so last night, so much tea was spilled. So much tea. Okay. We had Kristen Doty. Vanderpump Rules alum, and also starring in the new Vanderpump Rules spinoff, we had Gigi and Reza from Shaws of Sunset. I didn't realize that they were in some beef with MJ. Um, just what a... <laughs> trying to think of what I want to reveal about the behind the scenes of it all. Maybe that'll be Friday's uh, members only. The behind the scenes of of the, the inner workings of the live show. God, my hair is... There's so much hairspray in my hair. I'm literally just rolled out of bed. Um... But yeah, it just was, it was such a fun night. So we opened the show, Jolene Lunzer, hilarious comedian. This is the third show I've done with her at the Bourbon Room now. She's so funny, you guys. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Go, if, you, if she's doing live stand-up somewhere, definitely go and give her a follow. She opened up the show. We did a, a tea spillers panel with Donna Bowling. We had the Brav Bros. We had Lauren Herber from Access Hollywood got into all of the the threesome rumor because that was talked about a lot over the weekend with the guy Garrett from Fuckboy Island. He was trying to determine, he was trying to figure out who, or everyone was trying to figure out who he had a threesome with because he said he had a threesome with two Beverly Hills housewives. My theory, I said this on stage last night, my theory is that I think he had an affair, or not an affair, a threesome with Carlton, remember the witch from season four of Beverly Hills, and Brandy because they were both cast members during season four. I th everyone on stage unanimously agreed Brandy Glanville had to be involved, but they were thinking uh, Brandy and Denise or Brandy and Diana Jenkins. I don't think it was Brandy and Denise. Um, no, I don't think it was Brandy and Denise. Brandy would have outed that if it were Brandy and Denise. I think Brandy only hooked up with Denise that one time. Um, so I don't think it's Denise. I don't think it's Diana Jenkins because the guy, Garrett, also says that um, the wife's husband confronted him after the fact. So the story is he's told this on a podcast, which faces by Bravo shared. And then it was like all over the Bravo verse. Right. So he says that he had a threesome with a housewife and her friend who is also on the show and they're on the real houses of Beverly Hills. So with this housewife and her friend, I'm thinking the housewife is the housewife is Carlton and the friend is Brandy Glanville, both on the show during season four. He would have been about 21, maybe 22. I feel like I'm Jenny McCarthy on The Mass Singer right now. He would have been about 21, 22 at the time, um, which is makes sense. That's the time you want to explore, you know, um, you want to explore your threesomes. And so afterwards, he said he was jumping on the trampoline with this housewife's kid. 
Carlton had younger kids had young kids at the time. Um, he said that he met the husband, her husband, and shook his hand. And you know, the, the woman said that, or the housewife said that he should just say that he's in real estate and he's here with the house, but he's not actually, you know, he's not actually having a threesome with them. I just think Carlton and Brandy are both very sexually open. They're very sexually fluid. Brandy has openly talked about hooking up with Carlton in the past. Um, so Brandy and Carlton have hooked up. They're both very open sexually. Carlton has young kids. Carlton has a trampoline, which he said he was jumping on the trampoline. And he was jumping on the trampoline with a young kid, which Carlton had younger kids. And there was a trampoline. We saw it on Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Her husband was a little more, I would think, I, I don't think it's Diana Jenkins because I just don't think Asher, her husband. Remember, he was like real slim and everyone thought he was gay. Uh, he's like very like James Kennedy vibes. And so, well, not as aggressive, but like a sweet James Kennedy, right? Like if it, we had like naughty and nice, like devil and angel on your shoulder, we have James Kennedy. And then we have the sweeter version of James Kennedy. I don't think it's Diana Jenkins. I know she deleted her Instagram, but I think she probably deleted her Instagram because she's tired of all the vimmers. She's tired of, because remember there was like that one account. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the account's name, but there was an account on Twitter that uh, shared that Andy Cohen wishes that Diana Jenkins was still on Beverly Hills and then she shared that on her Instagram and then it only came out that that in that Instagram account was like that was a fake tweet or like they Andy didn't really say that that they were just you know trying to stir the pot or putting which is annoying that people on Twitter do that I've done it too and then I realized like how serious people take these things so I'm like okay maybe we shouldn't like sometimes it's so hyperbolic that you just think nobody's gonna believe it but whatever but so Garrett also says that after the fact, the husband threatened him. And Dana Jenkins' husband, just Asher, just does not seem like the type that would threaten someone. Um, so I don't think that it's, you know, based on what Zach is saying, early 20s is when he explored threesomes. Uh, when, was the, when was my first threesome? Uh, to be fair, I'm only 30. So I've had plenty of threesomes, though. I'll just tell you that, Joe. I've had... A good fair share of three. I love a good threesome. As long as the vibe is right, oh, it's the best. I don't know if in a relationship I could ever have a threesome, though. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, could I do that? Like, if I, like, as a single person, sure. In a relationship, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch my partner get fucked by somebody else. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it was Carlton and Brandy. And that seemed to be the unanimous consensus in the show last night. That it was Brandy and Carlton. I don't think it was Denise. I don't think it was um, Diana Jenkins. I mean, the only other logical conclusion is that it was, you know, Sutton and Garcelle, right? But I'm bumped. So yeah, I think I cracked the co cracked the case on that one, and I think I'm right. And I usually am always very right. Um, unless anybody else has any better theories. I don't think, like, it has to be Brandy. Brandy and somebody and Brandy and Carlton make the most sense. Carlton used to be married. She's very open. All that good stuff. Okay. Who is the dude? He's on Fuckboy Island, which is, like, a reality show. I've actually never seen Fuckboy Island. Um, or F-Boy Island, sorry, because it's on, no, it's a network television show. So it's F-Boy Island, where I'm assuming they just bring a lot of F-Boys on an island, and they, like, I don't know, watch porn and have a circle jerk. I don't really know the premise of the show. I just, I've heard of it, and I know some people really like it, but I've never, I've never actually watched it. But he was on a podcast recently, and he outed all of that. That's what I need. I need to have, like, an F-Boy Island moment where some dude comes on my podcast and talks about having a threesome with two of the Orange County housewives. Well, actually, nobody really cares about Orange County. With two of the 
trying to think who what other I, w- I was gonna say New York Housewives, like the OG New York Housewives, but I feel like they've all swapped spit with each other and and coochie juice with each other. Like they've all fucked Tom. They've all fucked you know the same dude. What's the, Harry Harry Dubin? So that wouldn't be a shocker at this point. Could you imagine like Sonia and and Luann having a threesome together? That would be hilarious. Doesn't it seem? Doesn't he seem off? Doesn't he seem off? Why is he bragging? Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, he had a good threesome. It, it was a fun story to tell. Why are you mad at him for giving us tea? Give me all the tea. Which two housewives would you have a threesome with? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I mean, Denise seems like she'd be kind of fun. Erica seems like she'd be so wild that I would be a little scared to have a threesome with Erica just because I feel like I that that's an advanced course that I don't think I'm ready for. Um, Whitney Rose seems kind of fun. Who would I pair Whitney Rose with? Whitney Rose is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like, just perfection. Um, yeah, Whitney Rose seems good. Well, I'm trying to think of what. What other housewife would I pair her with, though? Who's another, like, really pretty? Oh, Dorit score. Dorit and Whitney. Can you tell them into blondes? <laughs> or house husbands. Um, yeah, I would say, well, Dorit just doesn't seem like she knows what she, like, she doesn't seem, like, she looks like she's bad and, like, she's bad at giving head. Okay, who else? Um, no AP sex with Erica. No, no AP. Uh, that's a little too advanced for me. Ashley Darby and Whitney Rose, I think, would be fun. It would be a little advanced, but it wouldn't be, like, you know, AP level. So... I'm going to go with Ashley Darby and Whitney Rose. And in terms of house husbands, I don't know. I kind of feel like, could you imagine Joe Gorga and Frank? Not that they're the hottest, but I just feel like them tag teaming, that would be like an experience. Obviously, I find like Evan Goldschneider the hottest house husband. Um, But I just feel like, you know, he'd be tender, but he would like choke you a lot. Like he knows how to like push the boundary but like not go too hard Evan and nobody else I don't need anybody else if I have Evan but Joe and Frank I think would be a good time um okay let's talk about the the tea that was spilled on stage with our reality stars so we had Kristen Doty Gigi and Reza so Kristen talked about the Vanderpump Rules spinoff um she says that they don't have an official air date yet did Zach say chokey? Yeah, choke. Like, you know, Evan, like, he just seems like he can choke you kind of good, you know, and you'd kind of like it. Like, not too much, but, like, you know, just in the right ways. Um, so Kristen talked about the spinoff. She talked about she, that there's not a release date yet. She said that, you know, there are some new cast members that she doesn't think are cut out for reality TV. It doesn't seem like she has any beef with Jax or Brittany, but there are some newbies that come in. And you would rock Evan's world. He never gets any head. Oh, but I hate giving head. Well, for, I make exceptions. I do give head. It's just, you know, rare ex- exceptions. <gasps> Evan and Russell from Miami. Russell from Miami's hot. He's the firefighter. Gertie's husband. Ooh, that's a good one, Russ. That is a good time. Um. Okay. So... She gets, I guess, Kristen gets into some beef with some of the newer cast members. She says that people think that they know what they're doing and they think that they can handle reality television. But listen, Kristen is an OG. Kristen is gangster. She's a veteran. Kristen was out there chain smoking in the alley of Sir. That's the the level of reality star you don't fuck with, okay? You don't mess with Kristen Doty. Not only will she dig up all the dirt on your ex, she'll also sage your ass. 
and fly in Miami girl. Um, so good though. So good. She talks about Lisa Vanderpump. She said her and Lisa are just not ever going to be friends. They're never going to see eye to eye. She said that she hated that on Vanderpump rules that they were always like, Oh, we're the kids. We're the kids. And Lisa has to parent us. Cause we're the kids. And she's like, I'm 42. Like I'm not a kid anymore. Like I'm not continuing to like play this role of the kids on Vanderpump rules. She's like, that's not who I am. I asked her about Sheena or asked her about the, the new season of Vanderpump rules. She says she does not think that the audience will turn on Ariana. She thinks that the audience will rally for Ariana. Gigi didn't seem to be a fan of Ariana though. Gigi very much was like, she even asked the question, like, who before Scandaval was even a fan of Ariana? Gigi was coming out hard. Gigi was gangster last night. She was coming so hard. Um, she came, she came after Lala. I love Lala. You guys know I love Lala, but she called out Lala. Um, she called out Ariana saying that, and I think it was kind of like agreed on that maybe Ariana didn't get the best edit on the show and she was edited to look worse than maybe she actually is. I feel like that was kind of a, an agreement that everybody reached on stage last night. Um, what else did Kristen reveal? She said that Tom Sandoval is not a producer. Lisa didn't set up Scandaval or she doesn't believe that Lisa set up Scandaval at all. She talks about The Goat, which is the new reality competition series that she and Reza are both going to be on. They said that they loved doing The Goat. It was one of the best reality shows that they've ever done because um, it was union and that they were treated so well. And Reza's like, I'm used to getting nothing. And they really took good care of us. But then he also revealed, here's some tea. Here's some tea. Reza revealed that because he's like, I know what I made on the traders. He's like, but then I found out what Larsa made on the traders. Apparently, according to Reza, he said this on stage, Larsa and Marcus, her boyfriend, who I don't even know why he was cast on the show outside of Larsa, they each made 200. They were the highest paid on the traders. They each made $250,000, 250 each. That's half a mil that they each made to go and do the traders. And Reza was like, that is some good money. I don't, he didn't reveal what he made or what other people made, but he said that they were some of the highest paid that he knew of and that they each made $250,000 for season two of The Traders. There also seems to be a little bit of drama with, I guess, MJ. I guess they were upset or hurt. Gigi seems to be upset that MJ apparently, I guess they were trying to pitch a reality show together and MJ just didn't really seem like she was all that invested in it and they think that it was now because of the fact that she was going to do season two of the traders and she didn't tell them that she was doing season two of the traders and Gigi said that MJ didn't reveal that until she was on the plane to go and do the traders and at that point it had already leaked into the press because remember everybody was talking about it so interesting but also like okay let's play devil's advocate here when you do these shows, you're not supposed to tell people that you're doing these shows. So it seems like they were a little salty or maybe hurt, Reza and Gigi, that MJ didn't tell them that she was doing the Traders. But at the same time, I just kind of feel like, but like you're typically not supposed to tell, like you're not supposed to go and tell people when you're doing a competition series because you're trying to make sure it doesn't leak in the press. But I also get Reza has been on the show season one. Reza, you know, could have given her some good advice. I understand her not telling Gigi, but maybe not telling Reza. I, I get why he would be hurt by that, you know? But I also am like, but I get why she wouldn't tell them. Like, you're not supposed to tell anybody these things. Did Reza tell Gigi or MJ when he got on the Trader season one? 
Good question. I don't know. But also, to be fair, nobody really had really known of the traders in the U.S. at that point, number one. And number two, Reza had been on the show before that it would only make sense that, and according to them, they were actively like in talks to pitch a new show with the three of them together. Um, Gigi did say that she thinks that Mike is part of the reason that, or was it Gigi or Reza? One of them said that, that Mike was definitely part of the reason why the show was pulled off the air. Um, what else? What else? What, what advice could Reza give? He was the first one. That's a good point. You know, I kept mentioning on stage, he killed it on the traders, <laughs> loved him at the reunion. Um, yeah, just what a time, what a time, what a time. Um, but it was it was good. What else did we get? Oh, Gigi talks about dating Shep. That was a big question that kept coming up is whether or not, because I guess they had like a vibe at BravoCon. She seems interested in him. She was t- talking about it on stage. She was like very much like down for the ride to be with, with Shep. And I was like, oh, oh, interesting. So... She talks. Then there was a question asked about whether or not she got a dick pic from Shep, and she couldn't remember. So we had a very, you know, enlightening conversation about dick pics on stage. I don't know if Shep has sent her a dick pic or not sent her a dip, dick pic, but she seems into him. And I'm just like, girl, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What's happening? Um, but she says that they've talked, and she might be heading to Charleston soon. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Zach, I have a question about Shaw's on Netflix. Oh, yes, that was revealed, too, that Shaw's is going to be on Netflix as of today, right? The 20th? Yeah, I believe as of today, it's going to be um, it's going to be available, Shaw's of Sunset, on Netflix, which is exciting. So I think Reza even said that, like, even though she, MJ and, and Gigi are beefing, that they were both excited that they're both still going to be on Netflix together, that that's, like, really badass. Which I think that is badass. This is the first Bravo show to ever be on Netflix, right? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a few Bravo shows that are collectively moving to Netflix, but the fact that they're even going to be on Netflix, like, that's huge. That's major. Do you think they make any money or residuals if the show gets on a platform like Netflix? No, because that's not in their contract to get any residuals. But this is why, and I will give Bethany this, this is why I think it's important for reality stars to get residuals because Bravo can sell Shaws of Sunset to Netflix and not pay the cast. And I don't think the cast is getting paid because it would have to be in their contract that they get residuals from any rebroadcasts or any additional distribution. So Bravo gets to make the money from the Netflix sale, but the the stars don't get to make the money from the Netflix sale. They get the exposure, right? Because now a new, like think about like Gilmore Girls, um, Charmed, Gossip Girl. Like when those shows got uploaded to Netflix, like it gave the show a second life. You know, it gave the stars a second life. Gilmore Girls got picked up again with uh, the the reboot that they did. Remember the four-part reboot? Because it was performing so well in the reruns. So it it does have its benefits. You on Netflix with, with um, Penn Badgley and who else was in it? Um, Shay Mitchell was in it. It was originally a show on Lifetime and nobody watched it on Lifetime when it was airing originally. Then Netflix picked it up aired season one, people loved it so much that then Netflix then bought a season two, season three, and season four. Same thing with that show Manifest. It was on network TV. I think it did, what, two seasons um, 
on its own and then Netflix and then it was dead or three seasons and then it was dead and then Netflix picked it up because people were binging it on Netflix and then they ended up Netflix ended up buying a fourth and final season that they released on Netflix. So it, it there is benefits to it. So yeah. Thank you for sending me to Jolene. She's so freaking funny. Jolene is hilarious. You guys go love her and support her and give her all the best. I think Sheena gets an unfair rep. Her personality, she always feels bad for the one excluded. I agree with that. I do agree. And we did talk about that on stage. Um, But very, very quickly, I do want to mention, guys, if you're getting ready for the holiday season, and if you want to hear, where'd you get that this holiday season? Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I already started my holiday shopping. I love that Uncommon Goods has so many like customizable options and like things that really like match people's personalities. Um, I may have gotten some like Louisiana inspired gifts. I may have gotten some really cute like chic hosting gifts for my mom. Like it really caters to the people in your life. Like there are categories for everything and you can get super specific about what they actually would enjoy. And it just like adds a little more of a thoughtful element to your gifts. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often made or often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful and out of the ordinary gifts anywhere. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash no filter. That's uncommongoods.com slash no filter for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. That we are. Also, I did want to give some love and a shout out to Dose. Guys, Dose has these shots that are so, they're delicious and they're also really good for your liver. They have curcumin, which is turmeric extract, which is 24 times more bioavailable than regular household turmeric. It has milk thistle, it has ginger, it has dandelion root, it has orange. It's yummy. It's great. It's a good dose for your liver. It ensures optimal liver function, improves long-term liver health, increases energy levels, um, especially after a long night of drinking or just a long night in general. You want to replenish your liver, and that's what Dose does. It's unlike any other wellness shot. It does not contain standard juices or powders. It's formulated with organic herbs. It's vegan. It's gluten and dairy-free. It has no sugar. They're organic wellness shots that combine potent ingredients in clinically researched dosage dosages to functionally support a healthier body every day. It's delicious. I love taking them. You can take them throughout the day. I just like to make sure my liver is replenished. Um, so, you know, if you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is offering No Filter with Zach Peter listeners 15% off your first order plus. 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. So that's a total of 30% off your first order. You just have to go to dosedaily.co slash no filter and use code no filter. That's dosedaily, D-O-S-E, dosedaily.co slash no filter and use code no filter. Both are in the, de- the description below. So you can click the links and show and and stock up on dose or get some holiday shopping with uncommon goods. Okay. Oh, Daniel says, can I just say last night watching the live stream, it was probably the best $6 I've spent in a very long time. Oh, thank you, Daniel. I'm so glad you enjoyed the show. What was your favorite part of the show? Oh, Susie loved the show last night, Zach. Congrats. Amazing. Amazing. 
Amazing. Love Jolene. She's a trip. Jolene is fucking hilarious. I love Jolene so much. Really, really love her. Um, and Deb says, Kristen also said that her t-shirt brand is relaunching this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uncommon James. Oh, no. What is it? James, James May? Listen, you get it, Kristen. Make your money, honey. Good for her. Um... Annabella says, I missed the live stream. Can I watch it later? I purchased a ticket. You can absolutely watch it later. The Bourbon Room just texted me and they said, um, we're working on getting it uploaded for video on demand. Amazing. It'll be up tonight ASAP. Okay, sweet. It was like a full like two hour show. I mean, we started a little after seven, which I did warn some of you guys. Oh, you have 24 hours. Okay, so you'll have, sorry, I thought it was 48 hours. I guess you have 24 hours, so it should be available by tonight. You have 24 hours. Wow, I thought it was 48. Maybe I'll, I'll try to see if I can get them to push it to 48, but if not, there we go. Um, be sure to get it, guys. So did you get to eat your sliders after the show? No, we were so sad. Um, the show just, one, it went so long. And two, we were just so bit Like, when you're in the live show mode, like, you're, like, I was doing meet and greet photos after the show um, for, like, all the VIPs that got a meet and greet package. Um, it was... We, I did not get to eat my slider, and I was so sad because it was the winning slider, you guys. We had So Stephen and Jeff had their Thanksgiving slider that they presented, which, to be fair, they didn't have much input in it because they were not returning. Like, they weren't actively participating in our, our prep meeting calls, which also, can I just say this? Because there was a lot of thought and detail and planning that went into last night's live show at the Bourbon Room. Okay, this is the third time I've performed at the Bourbon Room. I have been doing live shows since 2019. Yes, in 2019, those live shows were much smaller and on a much smaller scale. However, I have been doing and plan planning live shows since 2019. Not only that, but I have a history of planning conferences. I used to organize the, I helped organize the um, Autism Education Summit, which was a three-day conference that we would host in Dallas every year, also in Chicago. Um, I planned the Elevated Summit back in 2019, which include panels, they include openings, they include lots of logistics and planning of an audience and onstage elements. Um, I, also helped, um, I also helped produce the Donnie Wahlberg benefit concerts in St. Charles, Illinois. It, they were called An Evening with Donnie Wahlberg. They were benefit concerts for autism. So I've had a very long history. And um, my resume speaks for itself in terms of putting together how to put together an event. Okay, I want to be very clear about that because it was a, something that was said this week online about how, or it was insinuated that I stole someone's idea for this live show. And I just want to make it very clear: I have all of the notes for every single live show I've ever done in my life. I have notebooks with the notes and I have all the original files on my computer. There is so much love and detail that gets put into these events. Every single one of them, I try to make different and unique in their own way. So that way, if you come to a show, you want to come back and you also know that you also know that um, 
like you're going to get a different experience every time. So even the VIP packages, if you guys have come to our shows in the past, you know that normally we would have the step and repeat right as you enter the venue and we would do meet and greet photos on the spot right then and there. And then we would have different food options. This time our VIP meet and greet was in a private lounge. We had a fry bar with three different fry options and I did an intimate Q&A. We brought the Brav Bros up to Wayne on the Q&A. I had Josh with me to help do the Q&A. So I just want to be very clear that I've never stolen anybody's ideas. The concept of a live show in general is not an original concept, but if there, I also want to be clear that in 2022, I did a, a spilling tea live tour and any segment that was, was done in those live shows has not been replicated. I mean, yes, we've had opening acts. Jolene was an opening act, but I'm always going to have Jolene in, in my shows. I love Jolene. Anytime I can have Jolene in, but I just don't like when other people like to take credit for work that other people have done. Um, and so I just want to be clear that I've never stolen anybody's ideas. And this live show was very important to me because it was so fun. I got to have my friends on stage with me. I love incorporating my friends. I love incorporating other content creators. Like I like to make these shows collaborative and I love to just make sure we're all st sharing the stage together and collectively. Um, listen, if I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have this, to have the stage to do a live show on and to have, you know, people that are willing to buy tickets to that. And I want to share that stage with any other person that's out there creating because it's just, it, why not? You know, I've been at this a really long time. I've been in this game eight come April. I will have been doing no filter for nine years. It's evolved in so many different ways. At one point it was just audio. Um, then, you know, 2020 happened and then we incorporated video. And once video kind of came into it, it just really kind of blew up the show. And that's why, you know, maybe you weren't familiar with me when the show originally started. Not many people were. Podcasting wasn't even a thing back then. But listen, with hard work, resilience, um, persistence, and just, you know, being willing to build yourself up again and again and again every time you fall or fail, you know, it, it pays off in the long run. And I was so grateful to have last night's show I love getting to share my friends with you guys. I got to share Josh with you guys. I got to share Evan with you guys. I got to introduce you guys to Zachary, who's never done one of our live shows before, but was always there in the audience supporting. And he has a killer TikTok account, Zachary Reality. If you're a reality fan, you need to follow Zachary Reality. You guys obviously know Jeff, Epstein, Steven, Evan. Um, you've been introduced to Josh here more recently on my YouTube channel. Um, Steven and Jeff have a new podcast that they're launching called, but now we said it, they did it. They tried to do it a few years ago and now they're kind of redoing it together and them together. Boom. Insane. Love them. Um, love Donna Bowling and the Brav Bros. We're all collectively part of big IP now, which is the network that we've signed with shout out to producer Scott. We love producer Scott. So I just, I love having the opportunity to share these people with you because they're important in my life. And I just believe that collaboration is the best way for us to continue to all collectively grow. Um, let's see. It's very obvious. You put a lot of heart into the show. I put a lot of heart into every show that I've done every show. Um, it sounds like one of the most epic live shows. It was, I mean, the feedback, like people really enjoyed this live show. And I was so worried because there were so many elements and pieces to it. But I was just glad that we were able to kind of, you know, move through it. It didn't feel too long. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of tea that was spilled. And, you know, it's just, it's a good time. It's great that you have friends that consistently support you on your live shows. I am so grateful for them. I'm so grateful for them. 
just like comedians sometimes have similar jokes. It happens. That's true. That is true. But like, you can't accuse somebody. If you're a comedian, you can't accuse somebody of stealing your jokes if you're not out there telling jokes. <laughs> then you just, you're not a comedian. You're just a clown. Uh, Josh is great in front of an audience. Yeah, this was his first time and he did it. Popped his cherry on stage and he killed it. The live chat last night was great. Also, oh, I wish I could have seen the live chat. This is my third no filter, and I would say thus far my favorite. Why? Tell me what were your favorite parts of the show. That way I can make sure we continue to exceed expectations. I feel like they only get better every time. And Dewey Sausage in the slider would have put the slider over the top. It would have been over the top and not in a good way, okay? Sometimes less is more, and we fucking killed it with our burger, okay? We had our chicken. We had guacamole. We had... um. Tabasco mayo, and we had uh, jalapenos, pickled jalapenos. Josh loves pickled jalapenos. I remember one time um, we went out to to get Mexican food for lunch, and they didn't have pickled jalapenos for his quesadilla. And so I then went on Amazon, and I ordered giant, giant um, gallons of pickled jalapenos, and I had two of them delivered to his apartment. So he is always stocked with pickled jalapenos. I can attest, I saw the other shows you put together. So yes, indeed, you coordinated them. They still pop up in the stellar, but I can't watch the old shows. Yes, because they are only available for a limited amount of time. You have a beautiful community. Thank you. I get so jelly of the LA shows. I want to meet these other people. They're incredible. So Ryan Bailey never showed. Um, no, hold on. Let me clarify that. So Ryan was going to be in the show. Love Ryan Bailey. Nothing against Ryan Bailey. He had to go back and be with his dad. Obviously, we know his mother passed away very recently. May she rest in peace. So he was not able to, he was physically not able to be at the show because he had to leave town. And it was, you know, a little more unexpected than he was expecting. So that's why Ryan, I know I'd, I'd mentioned that I saw him in, in Vegas and he wanted to do the show. So... Yeah, he told me that he had to be with his father. And so unfortunately, at the last minute, he wasn't able to he wasn't able to make it. Um, but yeah, I truly appreciate that you live streamed it. Thank you. I'm glad that you, we were able to still, you know, keep keep it keep it uh, available for everyone. It was very well paced and laid out. It moved quickly, but it did not seem like it was as long as it was. It went by so fast. So fast. I love Josh's Waffle House slides. He did not tell me he was going to fucking do that. Or he kind of mentioned, like, I'm going to wear my Waffle House slides. I'm going to wear my Waffle House slides. And then that bitch actually went and wore his fucking Waffle House slides. I was like, you motherfucker. Kill Bang Mary was hilarious. People are like, I can't believe you said you would fuck Tom Girardi. And I'm like, listen, the way Erica spread her legs, yes. Do you use chicken breast or ground chicken? Chicken breast. Breastesses. We love the breastesses. 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 Um, oh, wait, but I can announce. Wait, can I announce this? Yes, I can announce it. I was supposed to announce it last night at the live show, and then I completely forgot. But I can officially announce that I will be back at the Bourbon Room for a very special night out. Because obviously we had um, uh, No Filter Night Out in Philly, No Filter Night Out in New York with the Brav Bros. We had No Filter Night Out Zach's Dirty 30, which is my 30th birthday party. We had No Filter Night Out Friendsgiving Edition. And now I can finally announce we're having a no filter date night out February 14th on Valentine's Day. I am going to be doing the Bourbon Rooms Valentine's Day show February 14th. Mark your calendar now. Tickets will be on sale soon. You will The Zach Pack members will, as always, get first access. They'll get dibs on tickets. But I will be back at the Bourbon Room because that's what I do. 
I have good a great relationship with these venues. I continue to work with these venues. They continue to book me at these venues. So get ready for a no-filter date night out on Valentine's Day 2024. So there you go, February 14th, 2024. I have to start planning that show now. So if anybody has an, any ideas I can steal, please send them my way. But yeah, but that's why I want to know which elements of the show did you enjoy. That way we can learn to incorporate them again. We also had Chef Stu in the show, which was so fun. Loved getting to have Chef Stu there. He was a blast. Adore him. Um, do you not have Waffle House in California? I don't believe we have Waffle House in California. No. I thought the show flowed well, uh, so it's hard to pick, except maybe a little more of Chef Stew. I would have loved to have had more of Chef Stew in the show, but I also know that, you know, listen, I wanted to be respectful of, like, his relationship or, yeah, like, his recent breakup, and I knew that that would have been, like, something that everybody would have wanted to ask him about. So, listen, it was a fun little cameo. Loved getting to have Chef Stew in it. He was great. He killed it. It was fun. If you ever have another live at the Bourbon Room, you should have the security guy from the infamous night have him recount the night, then drop the mic. I thought about that, BTF Phoenix, because it wasn't just the security guard. It was, well, I don't know if they use the same security guards. I think they they cycle them out. Um, But there were, listen, I have such great relationships with the staff at the Bourbon Room. Um, So... We could have very easily done that. We could have very, I mean, I'm sure if I would have asked them to pull security footage from the showroom that night, they would have been able to do that as well. It wasn't that important to even prove because I have nothing to prove. I know who I am and I know that that's not me. I thought about that, but then I was also like, you know what? No, this is my live show and I'm not going to let anybody overshadow that. Congratulations. So I'm so excited to do that. I'm excited, but also nervous about doing the bourbon room show, doing the Valentine's Day show. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, are people going to want to spend Valentine's Day with me? I need to find me a Valentine, you guys. I need, I've been checking all day for you. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I know I'm late today. I apologize. I'm never late. Or if I'm late, it's like a, a little late, not like, you know, this late, but Thank you. So, Zach, is the prize on the February 14th show, what comes with that? Oh, so I'm the prize. Oh, so Zach is the prize. What comes with that? I mean, I guess you'll have to get tickets to find out. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, this is advance notice we need. Yes. So get ready. Mark your calendar now. We're going to spend Valentine's Day together. Um, Also, get ready because the merch is going to be dropping online soon. We have the Zach Pack sweaters. We have these very cute Find Me at Jason's Wine and Spirits shirts. Find Me at Jason's. Jason's is my favorite liquor store here in downtown. Um, And then we have Ruthless Not Toothless, which is so cute. (laughs) Because, listen, a lot of us are are ruthless, not toothless. And then we have no filter hats as well. And they're black hats, and they just say no filter on them. Because, like, listen, sometimes the next day... I love Kill Bang Mary. I'm okay. So a lot of people really loved Kill Bang Mary. I was worried that like that was gonna be like kind of boring. I was like, are people like, is this gonna be fun or is this gonna be boring? I love that. Okay, okay, makes sense. Zach, you're a good person. Thank you, Hamilton. I appreciate that. Chef Stew is so hot, hot, hot. Oh my god, he's so hot. Ooh, Rosie said, I want to spend Valentine's Day with you. Thank you, thank you. 
can I suggest you call the event Palentine's Day since it's date night? Oh, a Palentine's Day. That would be fun. Well, we did Friendsgiving. A Palentine's Day. I mean, I'm hoping by then I'll have a date. I'll have a Valentine to have on stage with me. Um, I don't know. The night is young. We'll see. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe it will be a Palentine's Day. Either way. Oh, wait. I'll be your Valentine. Threesomes with my fiance. Oh, I love fiancés. I love me a good fiance. Well, Josh's birthday is on the 12th. We could do a surprise for him. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be a surprise for him. But yes, Josh's birthday is on February 12th, which is two days ahead of the Bourbon Room show. So, oh, end of says, I'm going to wear my Jason's shirt on Valentine's Day. So cute. So cute. Um, but you won't have, oh, we'll see. Um, so fun, guys. So, so fun. Thank you for... A good Monday morning. Well, I guess now it's Monday at noon here in L.A. Um, so a good noon? A good af- It's not afternoon. And we started this stream before noon. I don't know. But, yeah, if you guys do, get ready. Um, the So the Dirty 30 merch is still available online in the merch shop, which is justplainzack.com slash shop. Just plainzack.com slash shop. Oh, wow. I share birthday with Josh. Oh, yay. Um, yay, Jen. Well, yes, we obviously will do something special for Josh that day because his birthday is on the 12th. So, yes, we'll do something. Listen, Evan, my friend Evan just got married, so we had to make sure to give him a nice shout-out on stage for Evan. 2024 is king. It's going to be stellar. Is king is going to be stel- a stellar year for you, Zach. I believe it. I believe it. I did love the F Mary killed the most, except for the one where Tom Brooks and Michael Darby were the choices. What about Kill Bang Mary was so fun for you guys? I'm surprised we didn't get more juicy. Never have I ever. Um, my date will be the cashier at Jason's. Oh my God. The cashier at Jason's. I need to wear my shirt. Find me at Jason's. I need to walk into Jason's and with that shirt on and he's going to get such a kick out of it. And I'm like, you think I'm a fucking alcoholic? I need to know his name too. I don't know his name. Um, I feel like his name, I want to call him Diego because he just looks like a Diego. Um, but like he is fucking hilarious. And he just like every time he sees me walk in, he's just like, oh, this bitch is here again. I'm like, listen, I'm paying your bills. OK, <laughs> I keep this place. I keep the lights on at Jason's um, with how often I'm out here shopping at Jason's. Um, but no, I want to wear my shirt into there and see and maybe even get them to like sell the shirts. Oh, Chris said the truffle burger should have. Oop, I'm getting a call from a Bravo lab right now. Ooh, I need an answer. Okay, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful night. Um, you can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. Oh, I think I may have pissed somebody off from last night's show. Oh, here we go. Um, thank you, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach, and just get ready for you know No Filter date night out this February. February 14th on Valentine's Day. I will be back at the Bourbon Room. Stay tuned. Merch will be on sale soon. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Get his name and Insta to share with him. Oh my God, I want to have him on the podcast. Could we, oh, maybe we'll have him at the Bourbon Room on February 14th. We'll see. I have to build that relationship. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, I was going to say, go buy your tickets to Friendsgiving, but there's no more Friendsgiving to sell tickets to. But now we have date night out. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Monday. And I will talk to you soon. Now for now. Bye Hamilton. Bye Trish. Bye Enda. Bye Joe. Bye Chris. Bye BTF Phoenix. Bye Jen Willow.
Bye, Money Grace. Bye, Daniel Quick. Bye, Megan. All right, guys. Bye, Rosie. Ciao for now.